Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the playmakers. Watching, listening, learning from greatness. I'm currently watching on the Tennis Channel live. Uh, looking to be probably a five-setter between Novak Djokovic and Rafael Nadal it's at only Roland right. Garros French Open. You want to talk about the greatest to ever play, at least on this particular surface, that's Rafael Nadal, and he's fought back into this fourth set. It was four, or I think it was like 5-2 at one point. Now it's heading into a tie break, but... It's only so many ma- matches and and big moments for some of the greatest uh, of of their era, and he certainly fits that. But yes, Roland Garros. Do you have a question about? Well, him? it's number one in my head. I'm like that might be one of the top like top ten places of of sporting event history. Like to say that you're playing at Roland Garros. Well, it is the the clay courts in Paris. I mean, it's the only uh, clay court major on the on the entire circuit, and it's Paris. And I hear both are amazing. I played on clay courts before. In my Perfect. random couple of weeks that I would go to my um, cousin's country club and take tennis lessons before the season started just to get like a tune-up, they had some clay courts up there for the Richie Richardsons, and they are enjoyable. Can you t- can you talk me through the difference between like a standard tennis court and clay? And So clay court is like, just picture that you are on like any other floor. It's not super slippery. I mean, no tennis courts are slippery. That's the opposite of what you would want because that's how you blow stuff out in your legs. But hard court is, you know, it, you're gripping everything. You feel every single um, millimeter of your shoe when you're moving around versus clay, it's a lot more artistic. You're, that, that, that ground gives to you a little bit. You can slide. Cause it, there, it's it, you know, it's like a little bit of gravel on top, very fine, but um, it, it certainly adds a different element to the game itself because the the ball slides a little bit differently, it bounces up differently, and just the manner in which you have to move and kind of um, concoct your points out. I mean, there's no one better than Rafael Nadal, and so I hope that he pulls us out. And um, I just want to keep watching him play. And I just I don't like Novak Djokovic; he can pound sand, not the clay though. <laughs> And Don't basically, touch the clay. It's special. what you're telling me with the clay is that, like, you can kind of, if you manipulate it like Nadal, you can, it's like an art form to 100%, a certain extent. 100%. It, like, you can't, tennis is like one of those games where it's so repetitive, but the thing is, is that you can never hit the same shot twice. Right? That's the, yeah, that's a great way to put it. And so, especially with clay, it's just, you you have to move much more fluidly and you have to be, your body control has to be unbelievable because you're just you're not dealing with the same amount of support it's like it, it's a different 
scale, but it's like running on solid ground versus running on sand, right? Like just yeah. think of how, how much differently you have to engage parts of your body. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. But in terms of what to expect for the rest of this hour, people, I mean, I don't know how we follow up the greatness that was. Doubling. We, we, look at you. Look at you just making all these these branding moves. But uh, in our next segment, we're going to get into some window forecasting of, of some eliminated postseason teams, or maybe some teams that were just kind of on the outside looking in, and whose windows are closed, which teams will overreact to their timing, who needs to make a run, who is about to make a run, uh, and just kind of have a, a, a wide-ranging conversation about that. We'll rack up, rack up, wrap up what you missed over the weekend. But in terms of what to start right now and to expect – well, it's Tuesday, so that means two Americas. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. All right. Was this bit like almost a month old now? Yeah, yeah, making progress. Between you and I, Adrian, we cover a lot of bases on a, a bunch of different spectrums, a bunch of different uh, upbringings, opinions, we whatever. Just did it. The we Minority went, Report. Yeah, we just went we from wrestling to tennis. Like I, in the city, you know that you gonna, it's gonna be hard to find that type of access and and insight. You know what I'm saying? An eclectic mix we are. 100%. And so I I thought it would be a good uh, just way to kind of bring us together or at least find some common ground in some of our not so shared experiences that we've had over the course of our lives because with all of our differences we do have those shared spaces. So today we kind of got into this in the first hour, but gaming. Let's do it. A little more of a gendered conversation today. Oh, 100 percent. And so because. I grew up playing video games. I I'm, I played Sims all weekend. I'm attempting to get back into my Xbox One grind, but it, my graphics are lagging a little bit because my Xbox is from 2014, and so there's that. But you're a gamer as well. And when we were talking earlier about just, like, what experiences are, and you're like, oh, playing The Sims, how did, like, online. I'm like, eh, it's not really online because I, I would think most women – Probably play more adventure games. Probably play more like single player, not there to like battle royale. I mean, there's some women. Sometimes I would do that, but like for the most part, you're kind of in this own encapsulated experience, and you're like, I think that's right. Why do you think that's right? Well, I just it's just it makes me sad to say this, but it's very vulgar out there to say the least. And playing online and just I can't even imagine. It's not a safe space for the gal. Yeah, it's not a safe space. It, It and it's. I know how kids can get. I know what and I experience. And, and no, 100%. And I just, I had a microphone and I played Call of Duty and Halo growing oh my up. God. Where like, you want to talk about PC culture or whatever, like everything was thrown out the window. 100%. For everybody just. It, I a swear, whole bunch when we put filth. headphones on, like stuff goes out the window. I mean, we do it for our jobs. Like this is how I keep both of my headphones on both my ears. Not everybody does this in this business. But so I remember where I am so I don't swear. Yeah. Right? And it's almost like you put on this cloak where all of a sudden you change into this personality and you're willing to say whatever because you're just you're you're competing over a game that nobody else is around. So you almost have to be like more demonstrative in that way. And hundred and also like you're you're an anonymous, you know, it doesn't say Lindsey Brown playing or Adrian Hernandez playing. No, it's Big Cat fifty five fifty six. Like it's in the, Is that your gamer tag? No, no, no. Mine no, mine's come on, heavyweight, baby. You want you wanna face me? CLE heavyweight on the Madden, you could come get it. Anyway, <laughs> um no, it's just like the the fact that you can just be a, a nobody and no there's no attachment to what you're saying for the most part. I will say though, um, PlayStation and Xbox, they have improved in terms of like if you follow a report, but still 
There's millions of millions of people all throughout the world. It's like reporting tweets. It's like, yeah, yeah, we'll get them blocked, but then they'll just create another account. Like, ultimately, what stops this in our culture are the people that are participating in the culture and trying to, like, be more cognizant of what of what kind of personality they display while gaming. Because, like I said, it's almost like a, a, a hypnosis in a way. But I think it's really important to, like, talk about games because – for so many years, they've been villainized for a bunch of different reasons. I mean, we were even hearing some of the rhetoric over the past weekend about, about the shooting. Well, it's because of the violent video games. No, it's not. They've done the studies. It's not. Trust me. I learned all about it in college. Um, but it, it serves a very unique need, I think. Because for you and for, I think, a lot of, of, of mostly gendered men, um, you, there's so many... There's so many, or I shouldn't say, there's there's limited arenas in which everyone can succeed, in which everyone has equal footing to compete. Because you can get made fun of for, for like, I wasn't allowed to always play sports during recess because I was a girl. Just like, I'm sure how you experienced some some stuff, like, if you were a bigger kid. Like, it's yeah. just like, you people will, like, shy away from you for, for certain things. But like you said, you can be anonymous, and all of a sudden you can kind of create this persona and and have an outlet for that. And I think having an outlet for something doesn't necessarily necessitate something coming out of that further but when people leave it unchecked and the culture does devolve in in the way that it has and the games are updated and and everything's new constantly there's not a whole a whole lot of time for foresight or oversight because it's all just driven about we gotta we gotta level up we gotta get new mods we gotta get new skins we gotta do whatever and we gotta win yeah, it's very um, it, it's it's way too like it, it freaks me out and it's overwhelming is the word that I'm searching for. Yeah, you know, in terms of like we got baseball on right now, MLB the show. Every day, for instance, live right now, if someone hits a home run or has a two home run game, they'll send out an alert if you have the app for the game. Which now there's an app that goes so that you can track what you've done yep. in the game like while you're at work and you can go on and for an hour after that game or during the game when the moment comes out you can sign on and then do these things to get that player because they'll increase his statistics because he had a three home run game right and so but if you don't if you're not there for the hour you there's it's like an nft you, drop yeah you only yeah. have that hour to do it and that stuff becomes so addicting and then you have to play online and well, then, it's pavlovian you see yeah. it's just like anything else with phone notification <gasps> well and then if you if you do it the quote unquote the right way where you don't pay for any of these players the you can still get some of these players and the baseball game does it but it's so time consuming yeah and then you just get mad because you're playing online and you're like i just want a fair match exactly why does this dude have all a hundred babe ruth and this that and the third and that's why scarcity mentality drives business in the real world and in the virtual world because I'm not, I'm not caught up, or I'm not enough, or I'm not keeping up, and that's where it's like, when I do my Assassin's Creed, that's my, that's my favorite um, franchise, or even like a Far Cry, which is pretty much one of the only games that I play with that has guns, like, of just going at my own pace, and and there's there's something refreshing about I, I've talked about this before of just like, here's what you got to do, here's who you go talk to, and they're this way. And then going through all the lists, like they've done studies on on video games for like tr- not necessarily treatment, but just like help with ADHD or just neurodiversity, and just yeah. like because we struggle so much in the real world just to kind of have everything controllable, and and this button does this, and there's only so many buttons, like and and how much more engrossed we can get into it. There's nothing truly like it, and it's just so nice because I feel like in the real world everything is so 
scheduled and planned and you're not really allowed to explore in the same way or like not everybody has the same access to kind of how we were talking about the limitations and um, arenas that you can compete in and that's where it's like for me to look at it with a gendered lens or at least just like a very particular um, refraction of it I'm like I wonder how many um, women or non-identifying whatever kind of feel a similar way that I do not necessarily where it's as much about avoidance of the culture but more of a creation of your own and having that I, I can do things when I want I can go on these side quests I can do all of these weapons I don't I don't I'm not on the same clock as you I'm not seeing yeah, what so-and-so's blank size is because I don't care I'm like oh I keep losing this but I need to get this particular cloak like, oh, we'll work towards that. And everything. And I'll, I'll be on there for like 14 hours. I'll never forget the beginning of the pandemic. I think I put like, God, I think I put 300 hours into one of my um, Assassin's Creed games. I'm still not halfway done. I can't get through they the stupid it. labyrinth. And it's the ancient <laughs> Greek one. It's so badass. It's so hard. And then my, my Lara Croft one, I keep running into the, like the zombie point and it's scary. So I stopped playing. Ah, uh, Jacoby, power through. Jacoby powered through. She's yeah, freaked out about she, the zombies too. She like she likes Lara Croft? Yeah, yeah. She, <gasps> she's beat all the games. Because to bring oh, up to your point, friends. where you're talking about like adventure games and stuff, yeah. like she 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 she's honestly played more than me um, over these past two to three years. And all, all of it is all these adventure games. Yeah. And there's no competition. Yeah, and, and it's just at your own it's pace. Nice. And there's there's a lot of open world games now. And yeah. then the one thing I'm kind of kind of a little bit worried about is the term live service are these games where you could just buy stuff all the time, like Fortnite. Yeah. Like MLB the show. Sports games do they're it. They're a to free death. game and for a reason. Yeah. And that's kind of what they're doing with some of these open world games. Yeah. But still it, it's 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 a very good time to, to to be a gamer and kind of you're able to do things at your own pace or find these communities that are, yo, if you're into, you know, you're not trying to be the best gamer in the world. You're just trying to have fun or you're trying to do something specific. Like I'll never forget. I found out that there's these dudes who, who will play baseball games, right? And sliders adjust the level of success. So if you turn your slider yeah. to a hundred on three point shots, you'll always make it no matter where yep. you shoot it. These dudes tinker with all of it and then they'll simulate franchise modes and they'll do it for years so that they can find the closest statistics of what's happening in real life. Mm -hmm. And so now you're, you're playing a simulated yeah, baseball data. game where it's like two out. Like if you want it to be a two, two and a half hour experience to finish one game in your regular season. Right. Or you can fast forward 10 years in the future yeah. and look where we're at. Yeah. And it was so fascinating that I was like, yo, this is so cool that like these dudes put this much effort into it. Now, the one thing that some people are getting upset about with these open world games is there's been a couple of them that have been very, uh, very popular. And I don't know why I'm forgetting the, the latest one that George R.R. George Martin worked on. Mm. There's no uh, difficulty. You can't set one. Uh, so they say like that your that. game adjusts, but you can't put it on easy mode if you just want to just chill. You what do you think we get out of it? Like, other than like, what do you think ultimately? Do you think it's the, the feeling of control? You talking about playing video games? Yeah. No, I just I I think it's 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 just fun. Like I don't well, think I it's, it's in terms fun. of like, but fun is kind of the result. Why do we like it so much? Other than the bells and the whistles and the lights that are telling us, look at this, look at this, because we, we we grew up we're, as we're down the street from the casinos. But to like, me, it's kind of a uh, it's like a, a dream come true in terms of like. Well, there's escapism for sure. Yeah, I, and and I think that plays a huge part. Or just like. What started my love for video games was playing Madden in 2K. It was like, oh, this is an extension right. of Go when the game's thing. over. Yeah. yeah, with the game's over, now I can do it. And now it's super cool where they update where the commentators on the game, 
It's not what the lines that they recorded out of the box. Right. Like right now, if I play 2K and I put the Warriors, Kevin Harlan will say in the game, Warriors going to the NBA Finals, like up to date every day they fix the lines. And like the realism and the closest to it is something that me specifically I enjoy. But then when you get into whether you're playing Call of Duty or Halo, it's like there's not – I mean, you can go paintballing, but you can just pick it up and do it. And I, it's I almost just like think a life fun. skill for you guys now, because it's like you, for as you get older, it becomes harder and harder for us to make friends, right? Like that's that's a social fact. But we know that's especially hard for for men. Like it, it becomes really tough for them to have kind of normal friendship relationship. But like over video games, this is how so many people either. I play with my uh, with my roommates or the the team that I used to be on. I I, I connect. Because I didn't have a community before, but now I have one. And you could say, well, I'm going to have all the boys over. And we're going to play this party. Like, we're going we're gonna to do Mario Party, whatever. I can't name two, more than two of my friends in my entire life that are, that are girls or women that I would be like, I'm going to call them to come play video games. Like, yeah. it's one thing to go find the community and find the people within the community you want to belong to. And it's another thing to find the people within your community that you want to keep want to continue building with that that makes sense yeah and it's just it creates a lot of a it's just different motivation levels then and therefore different marketing different everything mindset yeah and it takes up it takes up a it can take up a lot of time balance is key and and you bring up the community part like i i talked to you about my madden league and like that madden league is all my friends from back in tampa yeah. And it's so funny to just hear everybody play against each other that literally PlayStation has an app where you don't have to be home. Turn on the app. You can join the group chat. Of course. As if you're like in a call. Just in case you can't make the sesh. Lindsay, there's there's times where I just and you can literally you can see them playing the game, too. So everyone can kind of watch and like make comments and everything. But there's literally been times where leaving here at five o'clock and knowing I'm going to be in traffic. I've joined the the chat and I'm like, it's my favorite podcast because you guys are hilarious. Just but yeah. I'm just here to listen. Well, it's your own you guys going on. crazy. For sure. Video games, for sure. One of those things that is going to be always a divisive issue for one way or another, whether it's true or not. But certainly. How do you feel about esports? Sorry to cut you off. Esports? Yeah, esports. What What about them? Like, do, would you, you've never watched or have you? No. I'm curious. I mean, like, I would watch my cousin. I don't like watching other people play sports games. I'll watch them play adventure games. Like, when I wasn't playing, I would be watching my cousin go through, like, play Halo or play Fable or whatever. Um, but that was like my like I would always play games with him, and that was kind of my relationship with. That was like a huge glue for a lot of the stuff, and so a lot. I, I talked to him over the weekend, and he's like, "Oh, I have, I, I keep telling him I want a PS2. I want to get SSX Tricky. We're gonna get Jack and Daxter. We're gonna get Sly Cooper." When he's like, "Lindsay, I have it." I'm like, of course you do. Of course you do. You had the Wii the first week it came out. Some people are just like that. They're on it. It's their thing. And uh, two Americas is certainly becoming our thing. So we gotta we gotta move on. You gotta you gotta let me move on from the bit. Uh, let's move on to our next subject here: window forecasting. Who needs to make a run? Who's about to make a run? And whose uh, hopes need to be dashed? Maybe a little bit earlier than forecasted. All right, eleven forty bet. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the playmakers. Exclusively on 1140 The Bet. From the windows to the walls to the sweat and other things. <laughs> Playmakers have you covered, whether we're on the terrestrial radio or maybe it's the Playmakers Plus this week. We have a couple days on our Playmakers Plus schedule, do we not? Yes, we do. We will be on Playmakers Plus tomorrow. Actually, we're doing a we're doing a split. So pregame's oh. gonna start at 4 p.m. So the first hour, uh, from what I'm being told, as the uh, 
the Dodgers take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, we will be, you know, on 11.40 a.m., starting at 3 p.m., and then at 4 p.m., we'll slide over to the app. But, of course, all of the show, all two hours, plus all of our interviews and everything that we do on the Odyssey app for free. It doesn't get better than that. It doesn't get better than Rafael Nadal dispatching the top overall – oh, my God, seed. I can't even talk right now. Well, Novak because I see, your, I see your eyes right now watching well, the French I, Open, and it's well, like – Well, now it's over because he won the match, and I just you, – you simply love to see it. You, when when the cartoon villains kind of go, go down once in a while. And I won't say that it was similar feeling for me when I saw the Carolina Hurricanes uh, – get absolutely destroyed on their home ice by mm. the New York Rangers over the weekend. A, a yesterday. Was that yesterday? It was yesterday. That was game seven. But I, I'm starting to get a little, a little worried about some of these teams because, you know, there's only so long that you you have in your kind of sweet spot, your prime, right? I mean, Rafael Nadal's prime has been extended by science and technology and, and, and just an unbelievable talent, and his uncle Tony as well. But – Technically, I don't think anybody would have said, yeah, we totally expect to see Rafa win the Australian Open or him to make a deep run in the, in the anywhere but the French Open. But sometimes you you surprise people. And the Rangers are certainly a surprise to a lot of people because they're early. Their window is barely cracked open. We're, they're just getting a breeze, and they're like, <gasps> I need all of the oxygen. It's kind of like the Suns last year, this young team. Very much so. Um, but, like, with the Carolina Hurricanes, I mean – they got a they got some decisions to make here. I think that they're going to be able to mostly run it back because you have Aho under contract, you still have Andre Svechnikov. I mean, uh Jordan Stahl's under for one more year before he's a UFA, but it's really been about goaltending for them at least the last couple of years and that fell by the wayside down the stretch. I mean, Freddie Anderson got hurt. He's damn near one of Vesna and Ranta was pretty good before he like literally did like if you jumped off the top of a ladder into the splits, that's what he did. And then he like messed up his groin, obviously, because he's a human being. And but they was already like four to one at that point. But like how much how much longer is the Carolina Hurricanes quote unquote window open? I'm just looking at a lot of their talent. I mean, a lot of their young talent hasn't hit like the peak prime age where you're like 27, 20, 28 years old. He still got a couple 22, 24s. But I mean, like, Jared Stahl's 33 years old. Jacob Slavin's 28 years old. I mean, there's there's only so long, and there's the age window, and then there's, well, what's everybody else doing around you window? What are the other teams doing? Because you've been rising for three straight years, and you've plateaued each time, but everybody else is still swimming and 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 making progress as well. Who, uh, we want to add the NBA into this conversation too, right? Who's 100%. Just, so how much longer is the window open for the Miami Heat? Perfect question. Well, now... Things have been thrown into disarray, Lindsay, because earlier today at the closing press conference uh, with some of the players and the coaching staff, uh, Udonis Haslam says he hasn't recovered from the loss to the Celtics and he plans to take his time and decide what's next and where it goes about coming back next season. Well, we know that he doesn't eat up a lot of minutes, though. We know that he's a culture guy, but I saw that there is... Donovan Mitchell trades. They think they're going to trade him to the Heat with the Tyler Hero-centered package or whatever. But, like, the NBA is a little bit different because they themselves have decided, we don't really need windows. We we don't – why put up the glass? Because we're going to we're gonna build this tent up and then we're going to tear it right back down the next year. Yeah, and, and pardon me with the Udonis. I was, I was just – I was fascinated on why he would say something like that as if he was the cornerstone of the, the franchise. He is, though. Uh, He's the been bench, there. The bench is very comfy for those 17 years. Um, but 
question marks about the future with with the Heat. I think a lot of it starts with Pat Riley, where this man is competitive and this man wants to win, so he will go all out and do whatever it takes to grab a huge superstar. Mm -hmm. Uh, In terms of some of the questions that the Heat are going to have to answer this this offseason is first and foremost, Tyler Hero, who was hurt versus Boston, he went one for 15 in that series. His stock will never be higher, though. I mean... Being a six-man of the year. Wait a couple weeks after this loss kind of dampens down. It, the, I would say... I, I don't know, Lindsay. That's a tough thing. Out of the bubble, I think his stock was the highest. Sure. But this after having two bad years in the playoffs, some questions are going to be asked. Now, earlier today, he did say he wants to start next year. He doesn't want to come off the bench. But Tyler's going to be eligible. That Is he extension, 21 years old? Not sure. Uh he is he's he is eligible, excuse me, for a five year hundred and eighty four million dollar extension. Twenty two, sorry. He was born on January twentieth in the year two thousand. Nice. Uh five in Wisconsin. years. <laughs> uh, five years, hundred and eighty four mil seems like a lot. I doubt that the Heat are gonna give him that. Yeah, that's tough for six man of the year coming out. That, and that's the thing, like sometimes it de- you outperform your role. And and it's almost impossible for you to kind of get what you want. Who was the was it Alvin Kamara that was having contract negotiations a few years ago? Yes. And he was kind of holding out because yeah. he was at the tip of the spear in terms of being a running back and also being an option to throw. Like he was everything that Adrian Peterson couldn't be for the Minnesota Vikings. And so with that, or even like Gronk kind of priced himself out of it too. Before you had other tight ends join the market and have similar success where it's like, oh yeah, we can use this particular position and shape our offense around it. Like sometimes there there has to be a, a shifting of the winds there. Like, to be honest, I, I asked Trista Crick this earlier about the NFL. I'm like, which which uh contender from last year you think is like a paper tiger for this year? The Calgary Flames are very paper tiger for me right now for next year. And it's just because half of their roster right now is up in the air because guess who you have to go into contract negotiations for? Andrew Maggiapani, Matthew Tuchuk, Ryan Carpenter, Johnny Gaudreau, if you want to re-sign him, Kali Yarncroft, who you traded for from the Seattle Kraken earlier this year, Trevor Lewis, Brett Ritchie, you got uh, Michael Stone, Nikita Zadorov. If I were the Knights, I would look at him. Somebody look at me. I think he's going to make a pretty penny. And then you have your goaltending set all the way up. But, man, it's it's the cream of your crop, and you're going to have to make a choice for long-term money, especially when we're talking about like Matthew Tuchuk versus Johnny Gaudreau. And then I probably put like Majapani much lower down in that totem pole. But I, a lot of these guys had career years and that's kind of a disaster for the team, especially of when you're, you anticipate yeah, yeah. a deep run. It's all going to be fine in the off season if you make the run. Cause at least then you, you played every damn game that you could have, but you stopped short. And so they're in a really, uh, precarious position to me because you know what you have, but you don't know what you don't. And so they could completely take a step back next year or they could return and run it back. Like, And that's the scary part too, but at the same time in the Pacific Division, I mean, the Golden Knights are going to be back as long as they stay healthy. You got the, the Kings are certainly going to be there. The Canucks are about to be right there. I mean, the Ducks probably not so much, but you have – the the Pacific Division gaining steam where in the last couple of years it hasn't been the strongest of places to play. And so that's where I get a little bit nervous about whether or not th- their window was even open for that long. I think you'd probably say it's open as long as Jakob Markstrom's on this roster, and that's four more years. We just saw him play. He got made to look pretty average. And I'm not saying he's an average goaltender, but you're going to see the Edmonton Oilers a lot. 
This is what it's going to be. And so you have to fortify your roster in another way without saying this guy's our last line of defense because they put their top line out against the Calgary Flames top line and they got absolutely smoldered. And that's the thing. When the franchise moves in the more positive direction, your comparisons are now elevated with the top teams in the league. And if you can't hang uh, one team for me, that is a team that the window is closed, but they don't see it. Ooh. Is the Utah Jazz? Yes. Um. Apparently, and shout out to Jake Fisher of Bleacher Report. Uh, ownership and the government in Utah is very close. Uh, the governor really wants for Utah to basically have the Cleveland experience of last year's All Star Game, meaning he wants Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert there. Are they hosting the All Star Game? Yes, they're having the All Star Game. I next guarantee year. you, both of them are not going to be on that team next well, year. Well, we'll see. now, and we've talked about this a little bit. Donovan Mitchell, and, and you brought up the Miami Heat rumors, and he's, he's kind of being He's easier to plugged. move than Rudy Gobert. No, 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 it's flipped. Rudy isn't because he Donovan still has a three-year, I think it's 35 mil around around in the mid-30s um, for his contract, and the contract is such, and he got. Rudy's is a little bit cheaper, um, but then also, you know. But I want Donovan as a player more than I want Rudy. That's why he's an easier trade to make, because I know every team would be lining up to trade for Donovan Mitchell if they could make it work. Not the same could be said about Rudy Gobert. True, but I just think Utah... Utah's not going to... No, agree. It's going to take a lot, a lot. No, it, that would be a full white flag. And as you just said, if they're talking about, well, we want to have these two guys in the All-Star All-Star game together, they're certainly not going to give up on the, the alpha of the two. And and the trajectory that they're heading and, and the way that the season ended uh, and the way that they lost to Dallas, it, it, kind, of seem, it kind of seems inevitable. Like, so what's going to happen two weeks into the season if everything isn't you know, going, you know, all fine and dandy. And they do need to get defense on the Jazz. And the one, the tough thing about it is that the Western Conference, for all intents and purposes, is not as strong as the East. This year. So it's like... Next year could be different. It could be different. And there's another team that I'll talk about here shortly uh, with the Clippers. Like, these are teams that are going to step up and be healthy. But in general, in comparison to the East, it's like, yo, we need to go after this. Although... The Warriors are back again. So it's one of these tough situations, but I do think that Utah wants to have its shining moment in the light for the All-Star game, which might keep them together, which to me, when I read that report, seems preposterous because whether you have All-Stars in that game or not, it's not like the money and things are not going to happen in Utah. Like some of these corporate events and running this event smoothly to be able to keep those cornerstones, I don't know. To me, every player on that roster is tradable depending on the assets. Interesting. My last hockey one. I'm trying to choose between whose window is closed more, the Penguins or the Capitals. Ooh. Because, like, I would say the Capitals more because I feel like they're older. I feel like they have less av- or they have fewer avenues to success. They're gonna score on the power play as long as TJ Oshie's healthy. They're gonna be a threat on the rush sometimes, but it's not at the same clip that it used to be. But when it comes to like the Pittsburgh Penguins roster, that I feel better about, but it's a lot more topsy-turvy. Like, you got Sid the Kid at 8-7 for a couple more years, but you got to figure out, are we going to sign Malkin? Are we going to re-sign Chris Letang? Are we going to probably move somebody like, I don't know, Jason Zucker, who's going to be on an expiring deal at $5.5 million? I mean, they re-signed Jeff Carter to a longer-term deal at 37. He is an older version of Jason Zucker because he is such a good skater, and he has two Stanley Cups to his name. And so I kind of look at him making making uh, Jason a little bit expendable there. 
And uh, being from Las Vegas here, we, I wouldn't mind seeing him in this jersey either. And he's a very fast skater. And so I think they're going to have to go th- once they make that decision if they're going to be able to, if they're going to re sign Gino or Latang, then we'll know the direction because. I think Kraz has still a couple good years, but then again, he just got another concussion. But as long as he's just on the, on the line with Jake Gensel, like they're going to be able to make hay. And so I would say, I'm going to say the Washington Capitals, and, and the Capitals don't have a goalie. Like at least the Penguins have a goalie in Tristan Jari. I mean, he was hurt, but at least they have someone. Like Washington, they have no idea what's going on. So I would say that their window is definitely closed, and it's just basically, all right, well, we got to get Alex past the all-time goals record of Wayne's like that's just basically and that there's nothing wrong with that he got them the championship here and then everything else is going to be basically uh riding up to that and, and that I think that's the way it should be kind of like Dirk Nowinski in this final season yeah yeah exactly exactly and you put here on the notes one that says who needs to make a run yes it is the Los Angeles Clippers which yeah. I do believe they're also going to make a run and I think their success that they had this Ballmer year. Ballmer might sell if they don't. <laughs> well, I mean, that's NBA the, can't take that. I don't know if it's this. Is it? I don't know if it's next year upcoming or the year after that when the uh, the the Inglewood Arena finally opens up for them. So of course they got the new arena. Um, but really, really, when it comes down to the roster of the Clippers, it is you did all of this, all of these trades, and have one Western Conference appearance to show for it. When it comes to getting Paul George and Kawhi. And they should, Paul George will be healthy. They, Kawhi should be healthy. Knock on wood. They signed Blake Griffin, their number one overall pick, to a fat ass extension saying you're going to be here. And then they traded him like four months later. Yeah, they it's a literally Detroit. cut Least. off their nose to, to, despite their face or to spite, despite whatever. I think they're very lucky that they were able to make that trade. Oh, in 100%. Yeah. And, and with, with Kawhi. He's and riding some bench the- on Brooklyn. It gets <laughs> insane to me. Yeah. No, it's. His his fall or just the change of game and it's it's this thing. It's just it's like Russell body. Westbrook. These dudes that are, are very physical yeah. and very empowering. Russell's it, a different bit though. He's yeah. not he's not stomping himself. No, no, hundred percent. It's kind of one of the worries like with Ja, Ja Morant. Like he's so yeah. physical and he throws his body and being reckless. Yep. But he's um, a ragdoll. I do think with the Clippers they'll be able to make a run. Ty Lu, uh, that team <laughs> and what they were able to do defensively. Like I'm I'm I put some money down on the Clippers to win the championship huh. next year. All right. That's all I'm saying. Interesting. Indeed. Mm, indeed. Window shopping. Not really liking anything that we're seeing. But that's okay. Sometimes you have to be able to say no. Sometimes the best money is the money that you don't spend it all. That was basically my motto this weekend. So when I was tapped out making sure all my Sims family was fed and I wasn't, I'm sure other things were going on. Adrian will fill us all in on what we missed. Love for the bet. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown. The Playmakers. Exclusively on 1140 The Bet. One of the best bridges in music history, people. It is on this song. Yes, it is Lil Wayne and M- Nicki Minaj. Lil Wayne's playing guitar because it was that his, time of his career. His rock album, right? Yep. It's the only song I liked off the whole album. It was after, it was the follow-up to the Carter 3. I mean, you be- yes. you believe anything Lil Wayne will put out after that thing dropped. I'll never forget that coming out in high school. Being like sophomore year, English class. Just like, oh, Millie, you got money. You got, oh, God. It was just, it, it was the album of, of high school. And then. The height of Wayne. Heartbeat, or um, 808s and Heartbreaks. Man on the Moon. And then things changed. <laughs> things changed All forever. of a sudden, we were a whole new world. I'm very thankful for that Lil Wayne rock album because in arguments about who's better, Jay-Z and Lil Wayne, I'm on the Jay-Z, Sean Carter side. And we throw that album in the face. It, things happen. Not everybody's perfect. Based on this show, it's hard to believe because Lindsay's on it. Lindsay, you're focused I, for tennis right now in the French Open. Well, it's Very Coco Goff and Slow, Sloan Stevens. I'm paying more attention to this than I would ever play, pay to hockey. I just can't talk when I'm doing it. That's my problem. Or at least not today. Well, don't worry about it because we're here to recap it's time, the weekend. Yeah, we got to do that. So what happened? All right. First and foremost, Lindsay, the first story we have to get to. I hate to do this. Uh, he's from Las Vegas. His sister has listened to the show. She's a very nice person, a fan? But, but Tommy Fam and Jock Peterson. What is it? The Reds versus the Giants. They got into an argument, a very Will Smith esque argument on the field before the game. Yeah, that involved Tommy slapping J 
Jock Peterson. And, Pearl Jock Peterson? Yes, and getting three games, a three-game suspension for this slap. And, Lindsay, I know what you're thinking. Well, what the hell happened? This is before the game. Well, here's Jock. We were in a fantasy fantasy league together. Uh, I put somebody, a player, on the injured reserve when they were listed as out and added another player. And then there's a text message in the group saying that I was cheating uh, because I was stashing players on my bench. And then, uh, I don't know, I looked up the rules and sent a screenshot of the rules. How it says that when a player is ruled out, you're allowed to put them on the IR. And uh, that's all I was doing. I sent the screenshot of what the rules are. The way you just described the group message bit of your like, this is a perfect story to get into on our conversations today. It honestly, because this is like the gaming. Yeah, this is what happens. One hundred percent, and just like the layers of depravity, almost (laughs) that you have to. He's cheating. I gotta let him know. And then we're like, you're accusing me of this. Did it? And you slapped him in the real world. You are losing out on thousands of dollars. Because of your fantasy league and you getting too deep in your feelings, Drake? Are you okay? And he, uh, Tommy was kind of upset about money, about losing money, and then you lose the money of not playing in these games. I do have to ask you, listening to that audio, doesn't it remind you of like a, a, a cafeteria fight in a middle school is broken out that started over an argument over who was getting the last chicken patties? So he had to explain in the principal's office. That's exactly how oh, it sounds. Oh, yeah. This screams mom coming into the room and be like, so who broke it? <laughs> well, what happened was... This was about my fantasy. Because you don't want to sell out seriously. your sibling, but you also don't want to sell it yourself. You're in a lose-lose-lose situation right now. It honestly, what an absolute just... <laughs> one of the best stories of the year, Lindsay. That is, honestly, that is. That's brilliant. That's brilliant theater. Uh, speaking of baseball, uh, Yankees 2018 first-round pick, Anthony Siegler, had a moment over the weekend during a game where he bat flipped the ball in the bottom of the ninth with two outs. Oh, the humanity. Oh, that ball was not a home run, though. It was off the wall, and he got thrown out at second base to end the game. <laughs> crazy bat flip. Karma. <laughs> it was a crazy bat flip. I don't have a problem with people bat flipping. People got so – who was it? It was a Toronto Blues Jays player. God, he was like their slugger, too. Oh, uh, Bautista and yeah, Jose uh, and Bautista. Jose anniversary a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, which is weird. It was a playoffs when he did like, like literally went hi ho. <laughs> like, that was the greatest <laughs> bat flip ever. God, they, they get so pissed about that. But then again, we just had an we had a open handed slap due to fantasy baseball. Yeah, the Will Smith effect. Are they, man. They're allowed to play fantasy baseball? Isn't that like insider? Tra- I suppose well, if it's just like old school. I wonder if they do it by the book by hand. Yeah, I wonder. Well, because isn't it like there's a difference between gambling and like sure. daily fantasy? I don't know. But right now, what I do know is it's time and I wish we had some music. But Lindsay, what? it's time for redemption for you. Oh. Because Nick Wright, you know, that guy, super smart guy on Fox Sports, He sent out a tweet a couple years ago. This was the tweet. It's been two days, and I still can't believe the Warriors went out of their way to acquire Andrew Wiggins. Total disaster for them. Mm. What was Bob Myers thinking? He was riding on the wings of the spirit of the Wiggins. That's what he was doing. (laughs) He saw the potential to soar above 
the heights we had envisioned for one Mr. Maple Jordan. And you can't say they wouldn't be here without him. He's not a passenger, that guy. There's not many people on that roster that are. You got to pull your own weight there. And he had to do, like, Clay was out. Steph had a bum hand. Like, he had to, he had to pl- play during the, the crappy times for all, like, 10 months of that. But, like, I'm so pumped for Andrew Wiggins because it's not just almost like an exorcism for himself or, or some kind of, like, uh, redemption story in a way. It's going to get so many people to kind of change their mind about how we evaluate. Well, he's a top pick, so he has to be this, right? There's just something to that. Like, well, now you can't take that success away from him. It's like it's like a diploma. You can't take this away from me. You can't take knowledge. You better, away from you better me. speak on it, president right? of the Andrew Wiggins fan club. Oh hell Let's yeah! Let's go, uh, Lindsay. Sometimes I get. I, I wonder what this show would be like with callers, <laughs> and Paul Finnebaum does the SEC sport. You know, he's the SEC guy with the bald head and everything, and he has his radio show. Well, he took a vacation because everyone deserves a vacation, and well, a caller well was a little confused. Yeah, one more call before we go to the break. Nanette? Yes. Yes, ma'am, you're on live with the Paul Feinbaum Show. Okay, am I on right now? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, who am I talking to? Richard Johnson, Spencer Hall, not Paul. Paul's off this week. Yeah, Paul's off. We're, we're, we're holding down the fort. Okay, now who am I talking to again? That's Richard Johnson and Spencer Hall. Okay, well, I see two different dudes on TV. That is correct, ma'am. That's us. We look good, live and in living color. We do look good. Okay, okay, so I'm talking to them right now. That's correct. Yes, ma'am. Oh, there we go. Okay. (laughs) Oh, you got to love it. They don't have the headphones on like we do to indicate this is your time. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Uh, I love I love to hear that. I, I'm like, sometimes I wonder what it would be like to get uh, phone calls on here, too. But, like, honestly, not really that that interested in it. But you could hit us up at the it, Bet Las Vegas yes, on Twitter. Yes. And social media. It's not that I don't trust people. It's that I don't trust people. No, 100%. And do you want to laugh at me? Yes. Uh, misery, one of my... Angriest sports moments Love's is company. when, when J.R. Smith called, didn't call, called the timeout, 2018, NBA Finals, Game 1. We yep. talked about it with Kevin Hart earlier today, and this is how that conversation went. All right, let's get to the question that people want to know. Oh the infamous moment, Cleveland-Golden State. All you guys got to do is basically protect the ball, grab the ball, hold on to it. Are they in hot No, tub? not hold on. So I think you guys could have scored. Should have scored. I'm wrong here. Yeah, I thought the same yeah, thing. Yeah, Don't yeah. worry about it. I'll finally get your side of it now. That's right. Yeah, that's get right. off his f-ing back. It's an innocent mistake. It's an okay? honest mistake. <laughs> it's an honest mistake. It was such an innocent, like, come on, man. You know, God damn. Man, it messed me up because the play before that, we missed the free throw. I yeah. didn't realize that. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, all right, because we talked to the coaches. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool, we got that one, we got that one. We about to get back on defense. You get the rebound, I'm like, okay, we good, game yeah. over. Yeah. Man, what the f*** is you doing? <laughs> he, any excuse to get that guy's shirt off. He didn't even care. That That is that. Well that is his well done, bit. Lindsay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, brilliant. Kevin Hart is brilliant. And I'm so glad that everybody was able to muscle through that one today. Hopefully you guys had a good day back, and we'll be back tomorrow with sports and other things to talk about. But until then, be well to each other, but mostly to yourselves. Use your blinker because people are dying out there. And otherwise, enjoy the abyss that is your life. We'll be back in 22 hours to interrupt it again. Until then, 
Well, be well, my friends. Bye! We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.